You're listening to the Calvary Newsline. Welcome to another interview episode of the Calvary Newsline podcast. I'm your host, Jared Peoples, and today I have a guest many of you see every Sunday and know him as our music minister, Reverend Jeremy Chris. Jeremy, thanks for being here today. Jared, thanks for the invitation. As many of you probably know Jeremy from Sunday services and other things that we do here at Calvary, for some of people who don't know you, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do here. Well, I've uh, been here for uh, almost 17 years now, which is uh, hard to believe, uh, but this is a wonderful place, and I have the privilege of leading, guiding, and stewarding the music and worship ministry of our church. Uh, tell us a little bit about your family history, maybe uh, where you came from, what your current family situation is. Yeah, sure. I grew up uh, in Zachary, Louisiana. I was born in Eunice, Louisiana, but really called Zachary home. We moved there when I was in the third grade. So just north of Baton Rouge is home. I'm married uh, to Kathy, and she grew up in Zachary as well. And then we have two children, Anthony, who's 15, and Meredith, who is 13. All right. And, and you do uh, you do have another member of the family that's fairly new. Tell, tell us a little bit about him. We, we do. Uh, as you know, Jared, very well, I was uh, not wanting a, a pet in the house. But after 16 years, I, I gave in. And so uh, we have Bear now, uh, a golden Yorkie. They wore you down. <laughs> they wore me out. So for all you pet lovers out there, he, he is on board now. To start off with kind of a big, broad question, but I just kind of wanted to start the conversation here. Uh, the word worship is used uh, many ways nowadays, I think. But when you hear the word worship, what would be your definition of worship? I've always liked and tried to live uh, by really a simple definition. And I just believe worship is our response to God's revelation of who he is and what he's done. And we often refer to worship as music, but it is so much more than that. But I love that, just that simple definition. Yeah, that is very powerful, and I, I agree. It, it is a more complicated word. Um, singing is a definitely a huge way that we worship, and uh, I think we do a, a good job of that every week. Speaking of weekly uh, things kind of take us through a typical week for you. Well, just a, a typical week for me, you know, Mondays, as you well know, is a is a meetings day, uh, full of meetings. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday are really prep days. You know, we're gearing towards Wednesday night rehearsals. Wednesday nights when we prep our teams, get everybody ready. So Tuesday and Wednesday are all kind of pointing towards Wednesday night. Uh, Thursday is a planning day planning for future Sundays, uh, planning ahead for Calvary Christmas or Easter or big things that might be coming up, and also visit hospitals on Thursdays. So let's go back, and uh, when you're talking about your week, you brought up rehearsals and things. I know one thing that you do with the choir is you try to have an emphasis on uh, praying and, and, and a short Bible inspirational time or, or something. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, we, we want to rehearse our music, but we want to uh, really focus in on why we're there 
And so uh, Laura Arnold and Blaine Broussard are kind of our choir president, choir, choir vice president. And so a lot of times they'll take a moment uh, to sp- speak into whether it's a song we're doing or just a general thought about worship and why we're there, our purpose uh, for standing in front of the congregation to lead. Uh, we we do sometimes end with a prayer time where it's just quiet and we just pray for our church and services that, that may be coming up. Are there any current songs that, that we're doing currently? What kind of what your favorite songs that, that we currently have on our list, so to speak? That's the hardest question uh, to answer <laughs> for any worship leader. But uh, really, the ones that, that came to mind, uh, Behold Him, the one we, we did for a Calvary Christmas Home Edition. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood. Christ be magnified. The reason uh, those songs really resonate. You know, Jared, I'm a lyrics guy. Uh, lyrics are important to me, and I'm going to take time uh, during the week to to think about the lyrics to the songs that we choose. Uh, not that every song has to be a theological discourse, but I do think uh, in some ways I'll be held accountable one day uh, for the lyrics that we sing, the songs that we sing here. So. Uh, when people walk in our services, they step into their week. The lyrics we sing on Sunday may be the very thing that gets somebody through that week. Mm-hmm. And we're certainly teaching uh, you something and forming theology through our songs. So that's just something that's real important to me. Do you have uh, any, what other music do you listen to? Uh, any, do you listen to any other music during the week? I do. I mean, I'm always listening to to what's coming next. Uh, there's two songs that we haven't done yet, but you're likely to hear them real soon uh, that are really, really strong. A song by C.C. Winans off her new album, Worthy of It All. Okay. Really strong. And then uh, Charity Gale's song, Endless Praise. So those two I uh, just really love. We've not done them yet, but looking uh, like we will very soon. Okay. Well, we'll look forward to those. Uh, do you listen to anything casually or, or, or is your time always focused on uh, Christian or slash church music? Most of it's focused on that. I really, uh, that surprises a lot of people, but I really just don't sit down and listen to other stuff. Usually yeah. when I leave the office, I'm ready for solitude <laughs> or quietness in the car. Right. And I understand that. I get that. I'm a podcast guy myself. So is there a a favorite memory of a song or a service or some kind of time that sticks out as what I would call a wow moment for you personally? You know, uh, Jared, the the one that sticks out to me, uh, the most recent one uh, was the end of our 100th anniversary service. We sang, if you remember, The Blessing. And as I looked out over all the people, I kind of had tears in my eyes. I looked out over the the older generation, the senior adults of our church, and all of the new people who've come in the last few years. And then I began to think about the older generation at the church I grew up in, First Mm -hmm. Baptist, 
Zachary that helped shape and mold me into the person that I am today. And I began to tear up in the middle of the song just to think about how much I love the church, how much I love this church, Calvary. And as I began to think about my kids, how I want them to love the church and to sing the lyrics, may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations, your family, your children and their children. That was just a neat and special moment. And the history of things always kind of gets to me anyway, but that was uh, memorable. Do you have a time? I know that I get to sing from time to time, and sometimes I can feel like things haven't gone as well as I wanted them to or maybe had planned for, but you know, it's always bigger than me anyway. And, and God has a way of showing me that, hey, you shouldn't have worried about that. I got this. Do you have a time that you didn't feel maybe went as well as you had planned, but the response was total opposite when, when you talk and see how everyone else responded? I would say that there are, it doesn't happen uh, every week, but every once in a while there will be just in general uh, a Sunday or a service where things don't go perfectly like I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. And, um, Either we messed up in a spot or or I messed up in a spot. And so I really th- begin to think, well, that there's no way that could have been impactful. Right. But those seem to be the days where people are touched the most. Yeah. So uh, I'm just reminded on those days that God is sovereign. He, didn't, he doesn't really uh, – need me or the music, but he chooses to use us uh, regardless. Amen. Why do you think music is so important? Just in general, share your view or, um, or maybe you can put in the Bible's view or God's view of just music in general. Why is it important to us? I've always loved the quote by Martin Luther. He says, uh, next to God's word, music deserves the highest praise. I think that uh, God chose to create music and use it because he knew what it could do. Music just has a way of connecting your heart with your head uh, like nothing else can. Mm. And I know God doesn't need music to accomplish anything, but he chooses to use it. That's right. Uh, It just has a way of connecting our head knowledge with our emotions and it has a way of spurring us on to live a life of faith. You know, the word sing appears over 400 times in the Bible. Wow. And at least 50 of them are commands. So, you know, I just love to take this opportunity to encourage our listeners uh, to, to engage with us on Sundays uh, when, when we're singing. And, you know, again, it, it connects your your heart with your head knowledge like nothing else can. And God knows that, wants to use it uh, in your life. And, and let me say this as well. If you feel like you don't sing well, uh, you don't get a pass. Uh, I like what, what Pastor Todd said a few weeks ago. He said, if you're not a, a great singer, maybe just don't sing super loud. <laughs> But sing. Mm. And uh, 
Finally, I would say that choir instruments, singing, it's a biblical thing. You can go read Second Chronicles chapter 20, the story of Jehoshaphat and how God used uh, music uh, in the scripture. Uh, I'd encourage people to go to go read that. Let's talk about Christmas. Christmas is a big thing around here at Calvary. How do you get inspiration uh, for the things that we do each time we have a Calvary Christmas? How do you draw inspiration for that? That's uh, there's several different ways, but well, one thing that that comes to mind. I was so fortunate to grow up in a church with uh, one pastor, one minister of music that served together for 42 years. And uh, that church always did a big Christmas pageant. So I was able to be a part of all of those productions growing up from the time I was in second, third grade till I graduated high school. And just as the singing Christmas tree and a Calvary Christmas, you know, what that means to central Louisiana, that production down at First Baptist Zachary was kind of the thing to go to in the Baton Rouge area. And so, uh, really, that's just a part of who I am. I love telling the story in that way. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of my inspiration comes from all those years of, of being a part of that. And then other ways, you know, I'm in a group of worship pastors from around the country who have that same uh, passion. Yeah. And we uh, glean from one another and learn from one another. So some of my inspiration comes from that. And then we just have a great team of people here, our music media staff, you know, Julie Morris, uh, Jared, you've been a big part of that through the years uh, who helped make all of that happen. So it's definitely not a a one man show. Uh, It's definitely a team approach. But those would kind of be the three biggest areas where we get inspiration from. Yeah. And, And talking about a team, I mean, when you say team, that that team spreads throughout the entire church. I mean, how how many people would you say in any given year are involved in just making sure that that happens the way it has in the past? Well, I know just uh, this past year, you know, four hundred and ninety eight people wow. from this church were involved in some way. Right. You know, from children all the way up through adults, and you know, we have great support from. Our church family, great support from the rest of our church staff to to help make that a reality. Yeah, that that is huge. Um, what what time? Like, how long is your prep time? When when you actually on a timeline? Uh, how do you get prepared for something like that? It's a year long process. We start a year out discussing big ideas, key concepts. And, you know, it takes off from there, but it takes a year to make sure that when we get to December, that we do it with excellence and everything's as it should be. It just, it takes that long. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, big machine with lots of uh, moving parts. So you mentioned the choir and orchestra and other, other musical aspects. Uh, are there certain times during the years if someone uh, is interested in becoming a part of that um, to either play an instrument or sing, are there certain times of the year that you open up for people to join or is that kind of uh, open year round? Tell us a little bit about we, that. 
we open that up year round, but you know, times like Christmas, Easter, uh, we offer times for you to join just temporarily and come and check it out, you know, no strings attached. Mm -hmm. So those, uh, are always ways we encourage people, uh, to jump in. And, you know, I think a great misconception is that you have to be extremely musical or you have to be able to read music in order to join a choir and that could not be further from the truth we give you all the tools you need to learn the music uh, it's all online an app for your phone or your ipad so you don't have to know how to read music uh, we give you everything you need to know, but, but really, uh, we welcome, um, uh, someone to come and join us anytime Wednesday nights at 7 PM. Well, Jeremy, thank you for being with us today and giving us a chance to peek behind the curtain into your world. I appreciate, uh, you and everything that you do as I know our church family does, uh, all the many things that goes into our music ministry, the things you oversee are engaged in. So thank you and, uh, and your team for all that you guys do. Thank you. And that's it for today's interview. If you like this type of content, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Search the Calvary Newsline or ask your Google, Amazon, or Apple assistant to play the Calvary Newsline podcast, and it should take you right to it. Find event info and other news in our bi-monthly newsletter in print or email, or visit calvarynet.net slash newsline to sign up. Thank you for listening in. We will return soon with new content. Enjoy the weekly sermons and visit us online at calvarynet.net, Facebook and Instagram at Calvary Alexandria, and on Sundays in person at 5011 Jackson Street in Alexandria, Louisiana at 9 a.m. and 1030 a.m. for worship and Bible study. This has been a special presentation of the Calvary Newsline podcast.